What's up, everybody? This is Judith. I hope you're listening to Mad Love. Welcome to the show. Yeah, I actually did lean into my vacation or my holiday yesterday, and I didn't podcast. And, uh, well, I wanted to podcast earlier today and be on my regular schedule, but I kid you not, I kid you not, I was up all night with my mom. She burst into my room about 11.30 p.m., and I don't think she... She kept doing that for probably every hour on the hour, maybe every 45 minutes, um, until about 4.30 this morning. And so then I struggled through and I thought, okay, I'm going to get up and go into the office. But dude, why was she wide awake at like six? What you doing? I'm like, oh my God. And she was just in this state and I can't really describe it other than it looks a lot like when my uh, bipolar sibling is in a manic state. It's like this anxiety. You can't calm her down. She's irrational. There's no amount of logic that calms her down. She has just a huge amount of anxiety and panic. And apparently she thought I was some coworker that she used to have. And apparently she hated this lady because she was just uh, giving me the business. And it was horrible. And I'm not saying any of this because I want people to feel sorry for me. I am not a victim. This is what I signed up for. You know, I'm a caregiver. It's uh, the most cost-effective way way for my family right now to care for my mom. Um, And yeah, it's hard. I'm telling you guys this because I don't understand what America is doing. Because we are about to have more people in their 70s and 80s and I'll be honest my mom was fine when she was my age like she managed her health really well she worked out she walked all the time she was always trying not to gain weight that was a big thing to her so in trying to do that she staved off you know hardcore diabetes uh she managed her blood pressure I'm telling you guys this because when she turned 80 both of our lives changed dramatically. Um, there's something about ticking over to 80 that has some really organic changes. And if you're not prepared to do drastic things, you know, like really change your diet. Um, Cause now she's like, listen, I'm 85 years old and I wanna eat Cheez-Its for breakfast and I wanna eat cookies all day. And you know, I try to keep everything sugar-free and I keep some of her favorite snacks, but you know, I, I've taken her diet down as low as I can without a mutiny on my hands. And I'm telling you, a lot of people are metabolically inflexible. They're going to be diabetic or have high blood pressure or both. And they are going to hit 80 in mass numbers. It's going to be like the tide at Omaha Beach, but mental. It might be the walking dead. I am not trying to be hyperbolic. I'm trying to make people understand. You all aren't ready. The country is not ready. The government will not be there to support you. You know, chances are there's not going to be anybody uh, like Papa Joe coming along for a long time because I mean he's been printing money like it's going out of style and soon we will have to pay the piper 
So I'm saying to you now, the care that's going to cost $5,000 that I'm looking at is probably going to be seven to $8,000 just for basic memory care within the next 10 years. And I'll, I'm even going to go out on a limb in the next five years. I'm not sure why so many of these facilities are private pay. I'm not sure who has an extra five, six, seven, eight thousand dollars a month. Um, and we're digging into people. This is not even a poor people issue. This isn't a low income, low wage issue. I'm this this goes right into the heart of most people. I don't care who you are. Most of us do not have an extra five to ten K after we pay our monthly bills. And even those people who do probably haven't mixed into the budget that they're going to take care of a parent or parents you know they're probably paying their kids tuitions or they are preparing for their own retirement you know and I'm telling you not everybody has long-term health care insurance if your parent did not prepare financially for their senior years with dementia it's going to be bad it's going to be really, really bad. I rarely feel overwhelmed, but I'm going to be honest. This was overwhelming. Usually she snaps out of it and I can get her to go back to sleep. Literally up 8, 9, 10, 12 hours solid, mostly 24 hours. Had to be because she, when I was asleep, she probably wasn't. And this panic just grips her. And she was talking about my dad. My parents have been divorced since 1987. You know, I got to call my husband. I got to get my husband. He's going to come pick me up. He dropped me off here. He'll pick me up. And I'm like, what in the world? What are we talking about? I mean, she hasn't really remembered my dad in years. And so to talk about him like her husband, I have to admit, it was a little, it was a little warming because it's been so long since my parents were a team. But I mean, that's just me grasping for straws because this shit is disturbing. And like I said, I don't want anybody calling me, giving me advice or feeling bad for me. Listen, I get it. I appreciate it. But if you have a caregiver in your life, the point first point I want to make is it's nice to call them. It's nice to hear us out. But please stop giving us advice with no help. Please stop telling me all these great people are available to help me without uh, taking into consideration that all these things have a price tag to them. Don't let anybody tell you, oh, there's so much help out here. It is, but it is not free. And if your loved one hasn't prepared for it, it, you know, it's still an issue. You still got to figure out how to pay somebody, you know, $13, $14, sometimes $20 to $40 an hour to come be with your loved one while you just try to go to work to pay for for the caregiver. You know, because Medicaid... Medicare doesn't pay for hardly anything. If it's medical and in the hospital, it's great. Now, this is a state-by-state thing. I advise everyone to go look up their uh, state rules. Medicare covers a lot of things. Like, my mom has had surgeries and all kinds of stuff and no bills. And it's fantastic. Um, But when it comes to anything uh, like care, like real care that's not preventive or just regular maintenance that's out of pocket they don't cover it i've studied this stuff exhaustively for almost 10 years 
So then in order to get that extra layer of coverage for her because of her income and because so far (laughs) none of us have met magically and I'm not saying that I I wouldn't do it if I didn't have the money. I would totally do it if, if I had an extra 10 grand and maybe I will. I don't know. I'm, I'm a very talented person and I'm a favored person. I'm a blessed person. And I believe God answers prayers. Who knows? I may have the money right now and just don't know where it is. I don't know, but I'm saying this not for me, but for everybody else, you're going to have to figure out how to come up with this money. And then you have to figure out, okay, if I put my loved one on Medicaid, then the government is all in your business. So that family house, you got to sell it and the proceeds go to the government. That um, whatever cash she gets a month or he or she, whatever your parents' income is a month goes to the government and they give them like 50 bucks to live off of. And then you have to supplement the rest, toiletries, uh, medicine, anything that they may need. None of this is free. It's all going to be very, 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 very expensive. And I just don't understand why no one seems to be talking about it except for me. So like, subscribe, share this podcast. Let's make this a movement so we can get a community together to get some solutions. Because if we don't force the government to start supplementing some of this care, I don't see how we're not going to be bankrupted by that. Fuck a housing crisis. Fuck credit card bills. Fuck all of it goes to shit. If you have this ailing population that has withdrawn from the workforce and then you got Gen X and millennials and Z's trying to support this massive group of old people who not only are just going to be old and not working, not any longer contributing to the economy in any kind of, you know, work way, they're not working. So not only are we going to miss them in the workforce and we'll have to struggle to replenish what they, you know, as they mass retire, they're going to be sick. Many of them will be sick. So wrap your head around that. This is a crisis and no one is talking about it. And I'm not a hyperbolic person. You ask anybody who knows me, I'm almost 90% the coolest in the room. Like, oh, it's going to work out. It's going to be fine. It's going to be good. But I'm telling you, I've been up for hours witnessing straight, crazy behavior. And it's sad and it's scary. And I wouldn't, I know for a fact, I won't stick around for this. You can just buy me a pack of pills and I'm going to go to the woods and I'm going to be out of this. Because I do not want to live this dope-ass life to forget it and talk gibberish and, um, you know, just be out of my mind. It's scary. It's scary. And I'm not trying to be negative. I'm no Debbie Downer. I'm more like uh, the informer. Because you need to know. I'm sick of talking to people who don't read the newspaper or listen to the news ever. Who don't know what's going on in their own communities. I'm sick of people just being, oh, it's just, it's so stressful. It's a downer. Yeah, crime is a downer. But guess what? You need to know what's going on in your own community. Otherwise, you'll keep voting for all the wrong people. Because you don't even know the crime rate for your neighborhood. Which I guess ignorance is bliss. 
maybe you don't want to know that three people have been murdered on your block, but you might want to so you don't be the fourth. Wake up, man. This is real, and it's real scary, and I hope nobody else has to go through it, but I know a lot of families will, and y'all aren't ready. You're not ready. I was built for this in weird ways, but I had to grow into the woman who can handle this. And I'm just going to be frank. A lot of y'all ain't me. Have an amazing Tuesday. Be your best. And let's get to work.